Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Truth as much as we can handle, justice, fair and balanced as we can be, and the American way, the only way we need worry about. Hurricane Ian's devastation and damage will be felt for quite some time. Our hearts go out to all of you struggling in the aftermath of this powerful storm. Our prayers for all who lost their lives and our prayers for their families. This storm, destructive and deadly and among the strongest in Florida history. Governor Ron DeSantis said the storm has caused flooding expected only once in any 500-year period. There is some good news in the fight against corruption today in Biden's FBI and DOJ New York Post columnist Miranda Devine reporting that 30 ex-FBI agents are supporting FBI whistleblower Stephen Friend. Friend has spoken out against FBI officials who falsified reports to create fraudulently inflated threats of domestic terrorism. Friend also witnessed the FBI's raw abuse of power, including SWAT teams to intimidate senior citizens accused of misdemeanors at the orders, of course, of the Biden Justice Department. Attorney General Merrick Garland retaliating against friends, suspending him in violation of whistleblower protection. And a group of Republican senators are demanding that the FBI rescind that suspension of Stephen Friend. The political corruption at the FBI and the DOJ seems to worsen by the day rather than lessen. But the emergence of 20 or more whistleblowers gives us some hope that there are still at least some in the FBI who know right from wrong. And a blockbuster development in what has become a long list of FBI stonewalls over the years. In this instance, the FBI stonewall started five years ago when attorney Ty Clevenger submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to the FBI, seeking any records and correspondence of the investigation of the murder of a young Democratic National Committee employee, the murder of Seth Rich. Rich was shot and killed in Washington, D.C. in July of the previous year. The FBI's answer to Clevenger's FOIA request was to deny any such records existed, none whatsoever. The FBI said it couldn't find any, quote, responsive main file records, that is, relevant records. The FBI's stonewalling went on for years. That included withholding the contents of Seth Rich's laptop. But due to Clevenger's persistence, the FBI has found 20,000 pages of records that eluded their search for years. And even though it's likely the public will never see those records, the FBI's reasons for withholding them only add to the mystery surrounding Seth Rich's death. Judge Amos Azant ruled that the court denied their release because the FBI asserted national security grounds, including disclosure of information 
that would threaten intelligence-gathering efforts. What? Intelligence-gathering efforts. Now there are intelligence and national security interests that are involved in the Seth Rich murder case? What in the world is going on? And what will it take for the truth to be known? Or will it never be? We'll see. Or will we? And if not, why not? And why do we accept no from a government that has lied from the very beginning of the Seth Rich case? I want to congratulate, in particular, Ty Clevenger, who has persisted in seeking the truth, and perhaps yet we will see that truth. Or will it never be? We'll see. Or will we? And if not, why not? And why do we accept no from a government that has lied from the very beginning? Judge Azant has ordered the production of the Seth Rich laptop and relevant documents within two weeks. Truth may yet prevail. Well, let's turn to one of the good guys in Washington, D.C. He's only a visitor, of course, a member of Congress, and he hails from the great state of Texas. We're delighted to have with us Congressman Troy Nels, former sheriff, great American, and congressman, also author of the terrific book, The Big Fraud. We recommend it to you highly. The title is The Big Fraud, What Democrats Don't Want You to Know About January 6th, the 2020 Election, and a Whole Lot Else. I recommend, as I said, the book to you highly, as well as its author, Congressman Nels. It's always great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Welcome. Thank you, Lou. I just consider it an honor and a privilege to be speaking with you anytime on The Great America Show. I think it's fantastic. So thank you for this opportunity. Well, thank you for the kind words, and uh, it's, it's our pleasure. I want to start with, uh, I guess I'm, I'm just going to have to start with the incredible show being put on by the Biden uh, presidency. President Biden at the United Nations, he decides that this, as he put it when he referred to the Russian war on Ukraine, this is a war by one man. Uh, it's a bid, he says, on the part of Putin to extinguish Ukraine. Uh, and would make your blood run cold. And anyway, it goes on, slams reckless nuclear threats. It was a bizarre speech. Uh, this is a bizarre man. And now what we're waiting on, of course, is how much of it will the White House uh, lowest level functionary have to walk back in the next 24 hours, uh, as they've done on everything from his 60 minutes uh, interview to almost everything he does in public. He just continues to speak uh, and and really very little of it makes sense. I, I am concerned about the state of our nation. I'm concerned about him, uh, Biden, his health and how he has destroyed this country in 20 months. I wish somebody would ask him, why do you think Putin went into the Ukraine? Why did Putin go into the Ukraine under your watch, Mr. President, why did he do it? Why did he go into Ukraine under your watch, but he didn't go anywhere? He didn't cross that line when Donald Trump was president in four years. Do you think, Mr. Biden, it's because your failed policies in Afghanistan and everywhere else, your questionable history with the family, Hunter, do you think that Putin saw you as a weak adversary and took advantage of your weakness, thus 
took advantage of the American people because now we're having to bail them out with billions and billions of dollars? That would be a good question I would like to ask our great president, Joe Biden. What would he say, Lou? What would he say? I, I wish I knew the answer to that because he could say almost anything. Uh, there, one of my favorite uh, favorite uh, backups, if you will, from this White House within short order was in his interview with Scott Pelley. Uh, he is rambling on about the pandemic is now over. Of course, the the White House, it took a while, but they've walked it back. Uh, he, he just from one thing to the other. Uh, whether it is his statement that it's uh, that we will militarily support Taiwan uh, within very little time, I think it's a little over an hour, the the White House walked back the president. And the question becomes for me, who's who's authorized to be above the commander in chief, the president of the United States? How does that work? I think uh, I truly believe, Lou, that the entire cabinet and his advisors around him know that they have to be very, very careful with him. They have to keep a very close and watchful eye on Joe Biden because he could say anything at any time. It can come right out of left field, right field, and then all of a sudden they are tasked with trying to walk it back, as you stated, and it's been done several times whether it's the comments with Taiwan and going to war with Taiwan. I don't know if the American people could stomach the fact that, that our nation could go to war with China, then potentially Russia as it relates to Ukraine. I think the American people are sick and tired. We're done with wars. I think the American people are looking and saying, why are we all of a sudden having so much turmoil across the globe uh, because Joe Biden's been elected president. That's why we didn't have this under Donald Trump, Lou. He, Donald Trump kept little rocket man in North Korea in check. He kept China in check. And, he, and I tell you, Vladimir Putin, a pretty smart guy, he looked at Donald Trump as a pretty fierce adversary and he was not going to go into the Ukraine. He wasn't going and he didn't. So I think that the American people got to look and say, the reason we're having issues across the globe, the reason China is flexing their muscle right now with a potential takeover of Taiwan is because Joe Biden, you're the president of the United States. That's why it's happening. And people have to understand, the American people have to understand that this president is reckless, uh, he's dangerous, uh, his administration we don't know who's in charge. Uh, he, there's no question he's compromised, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's China, uh, and several other countries ar around the world. Yet there is no stomach in the national corporate media to discuss any of the, these things, to report on these things. And I find that uh, unfortunate because just as you're suggesting, a lot of questions here, all of them need answering. And one of them is, just, I think this is a pretty important question. I want to get your opinion of whether you think this is important. Do you think the American people should know? And we know that uh, some people voted for him, and by whatever means, he became president of the United States. But he's obviously not in charge. And don't you think the American people are at least entitled to know which of the Marxist Dems are in the cabal that run him? and run the Democratic Party. Just a few names. We don't need them all, but maybe just the top three or four. 
Well, I think you probably say some have said that Susan Rice probably is playing a role. She's a nut job. You may have Barack in there. He's probably piping some information. I don't know if Bill calls over there every once in a while, or maybe it's Hillary. And then, of course, as it relates to criminal justice and letting all these convicts out and criminals out so they can murder for a second time with little no bail or little bail, I think George Soros may have a, a direct line to this president. And, and, you know, as it relates to the question about who do you think is in charge, who is, I tell you, we can't count on his cabinet to be truthful with the American people. My orcas, he's the DHS secretary. He says the border's closed. Kamala Harris, the VP, the border jar, she said the border's closed, but yet they complain because they're up in Martha's Vineyard and they're in her backyard. So I don't think the American people, I certainly can't, I can't trust any of them to be truthful with us because they'll lie to the American people. They'll lie on camera. I guess they think, this cabinet and this president thinks, the American people are just stupid. They're just stupid. Right. You can't believe what you're seeing on television. They try to tell us it's just not true. Uh, and, and so I, I'm concerned because we can't trust anybody, quite honestly, in this entire cabinet and, and the executive branch. Sad, sad, very dangerous, Lou. Very dangerous, had a very difficult time in our nation. You're right. And I, and I love the new book that you've got out now. The Big Fraud is the title, folks. What Democrats don't want you to know about January 6th, the 2020 election, and a whole lot else. Uh, and that is just the top of the heap of things that, uh, that we need to know about. Uh, tell us, first of all, how's your book doing? And, uh, and let's, let's get into a bit of that. The book is doing very, very well, Lou, I tell you. When Donald Trump, uh, when I got an opportunity to go up to Bedminster and, and sit down with him and took a picture with him, he said he read the book, he loved the book, he said it's a must read for all Americans because he truly understands how important the book is because it's really, it's 10 chapters, but two of the 10 chapters are about January 6th and I was at the back doors, I was the member of Congress that was, that was uh, trying to defuse the situation, de-escalate talking to the rioters on the other side. Did a good, good job with the men and women from the Capitol Police. We made sure that those individuals did not get on the House floor. So I think Donald Trump says, you know, there's some truth in this. What Congressman Nels, the old former sheriff, 30 years in law enforcement, sheriff of a big county for eight years, you saw truth. Because the American people, the American people are not hearing any truth from the January 6th committee. Benny Thompson, all of them, including Liz Cheney, Adam Kensinger, they all hate Donald Trump. They blame Donald Trump for all of it. And my book sets the record straight. And the American people are reading the book. It's doing very, very well. And we're getting a lot of truth in it. And they're spreading the word. They're saying, Congressman, thank you for this because we've never heard, we haven't heard this before. And we got it in your book. We read it. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the Congressman's new book is. The Big Fraud, What Democrats Don't Want You to Know About January 6th, the 2020 Election, and a whole lot else. I, I want to stick with January 6th here for a minute. Uh, by the way, we recommend the book highly, as uh, we have said many times on this broadcast. Uh, I, I want to get your, your sense of that day and what you're hearing about that day. Those few hours, really, it wasn't a day. Uh, it was a few hours. Your thoughts about 
what the January 6th uh, committee is doing to truth, uh, to reality. Um, and your ex, well, we'll just, we'll start there. Well, I believe that the January 6th, you know, Leader McCarthy was supposed to get five picks. He selected five people. I was one of the five. I was the only freshman that would have been on the committee. I think Leader McCarthy looked at my experience in law enforcement. I provided him a very detailed report several months ago on January 6th and the failures that led up to January 6th and why January 6th should have never happened. And he exploited my strengths and that's law enforcement. And January 6th was truly a law enforcement failure. But you're not going to hear any truth from the committee because they're not out to seek the truth. They're out there to pin and blame Donald Trump for all of this because every one of those individuals on that committee hate Donald Trump, they despise the man, and they certainly don't want to see him come back in 2024 because they know in a free and fair election, an election that you can't reg, Donald Trump's going to beat every one of them. I don't care if it's Newsom, I don't care if Joe comes back, Kamala, Mayor Pete, Donald Trump gets up on a stage in 2024, he'll, he'll clobber all of them because the American people have seen what Democrats can do in 20 months and how we destroyed one of the greatest economies. They destroyed one of the greatest economies we've had in years and decades. And so the American people would come back to support Donald Trump, bring back an America first patriot, an America first president, a guy that truly wants to make America great again. And you're not hearing it from the committee. The committee's not about truth about January 6th. It's about destroying Donald Trump. And so I bring truth to January 6th in the book and that's why it's selling like hotcakes. It's up through the roof. Amazon, people are buying the book, people are sharing the information, and it's doing very, very well. Well, I I have been calling for some time for an election uh, into the shooting of a Ashley Babbitt, uh, the murder, uh, in my opinion, of that woman, uh, a, a veteran of the U.S. military, uh, she was shot down unarmed. It's inexplicable. And uh, we we need to get to the bottom of it. And I really, I am just outraged in the American. That, to me, if there's going to be a January 6th committee report, that ought to be uh, the headline on any uh, any papers they put out. Do you agree? I, I agree. And, and, and my book is 272 pages. And that starts at page 256. It's in my ninth chapter of the book. And I have a section in there. And it is titled, Lou, it is titled, The Murder of Ashley Babbitt. I show a picture in there about with Lieutenant Byrd. He was the Capitol Police officer that right. shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. He's on the House floor. He's got his gun out, his fingers in the well, and it's pointing right at my back. So this guy lacks discipline. I think he lacks training. And Ashley Babbitt, in my opinion, was murdered. It should have gone to a grand jury, Lou. The shooting should have gone to a grand jury, like law enforcement shootings across the entire country. They go to grand juries. Let a grand jury decide. People feel that blue covers up. They cover each other up. This thing was covered up by the DOJ and the Capitol Police leadership team. It should have gone to a grand jury. That's what should have happened, because if it would have happened in the summer riots in 2020, where a police officer would shoot an unarmed protester, 
you know, they would have been indicted within hours, within hours. This didn't go to a grand jury, and we must demand that this gets in front of a grand jury, and that's what I'll push for. Well, great, uh, and I would expect uh, nothing less of your uh, of your leadership uh, on this issue, and and so many. Uh, we, by the way, we've learned so much about who we can trust in Washington. We know we can't trust the FBI. We know we can't trust the Department of Justice, our intelligence agencies. Uh, I, I, I'm at a loss. Seriously, as we sit here talking about this country right now with less than two months to go to that election, I am at a loss as to why anyone would trust uh, in, in any part of our judiciary, uh, our prosecutors uh, the, in the Trump matter, his, uh, suddenly the special master that seems like he is absolutely out of his mind. Uh, there is just no place you can go to expect rational, impartial high-minded uh, responses uh, from our public servants in law and order in the judiciary in our court system your your thoughts and and lou you're absolutely right on target and and that's the sad part about this is that we have become such a divided country the obviously our parties are split we are so divided but we know we know with the history with the democrats you can read it in chapter two of the book they've been cheating in elections dating back to andrew jackson in 1824. so the the democrats will stop at nothing to get a win they will they will stop at nothing to get where they need to go they don't like donald trump he come up here he not only had Democrats all razzled, but he even upset the swamp and the establishment up here. That's why I love the guy. I said, here's a guy that will come up and he come up here to this country club here. He changed the carpet, the drapes and the furniture and they didn't like it. There's an outsider coming up here trying to tell the establishment swamp how there's that there's there's going to be a new way of doing business up here. And so many people fought him. But I believe he did a good job. He tried to drain the swamp. He did the best he could. And he needed four more years to truly drain the swamp. He didn't get it because everybody was against him. They made up lies, Russia collusion, uh, the impeachment one and two, and now January 6th. It just, it, it tells you just how effective Donald Trump really was. It just tells you, I mean, why are they so concerned about him coming back in 2024 if you won by 7 million votes, you know, 7 million popular votes and you won the Electoral College by 70? You think you'd want the same guy coming back in 2024. They don't want him coming back because they know, they know Lou, that the election in 2020 was rigged. All these absentee ballots, everybody got a universal ballot by mail. They won't be able to do that in 2024. And Donald Trump's going to be elected as the 47th president. Yeah, I, I, I think that you're exactly right. I, I also know for a fact what President Trump did. Uh, and all that he achieved. And he was the most successful president in uh, in modern political history. Uh, you have to go back to, I believe, Ab Abraham Lincoln to, to find somebody who was as effective in four years' time in office. I think he was the most successful with uh, in those four years of any president in history. I, I also have a, a problem about just sort of talking about Dems and Republicans, because we're 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 looking at a system right now that was never conceived of by our founders. We have a party, as you as you suggested, uh, 
The Democrat Party is now weaponized. It is, uh, it is a scorched earth uh, strategy that they apply to everything, their politics of personal destruction. Uh, and, and they're no longer afraid to acknowledge it. Uh, whether it's Michael Weissman talking about what the special master will do uh, as if he is appointed, uh, and he was on the list, of course, by Trump's lawyers, uh, they, they have no problem with saying, this is what's going to happen. And we're crooked, we're corrupt, and we are a toxic toxic uh, organization, the Democratic Party, and we mean to have uh, complete power. They're Marxists. They're, they're absolutely out of control. How, what are the Republicans to do here? And, and, and they will stop at nothing. And you brought up the fact with the Mar-Lago raid. You, you think about the way the DOJ and the FBI handled that raid, the way you look at the lies, the lies during Russia collusion, the phone call with Zelensky, the all of it, it was just all nothing but lies. And you're thinking, oh, wait a minute. Why would anybody be able to use the FBI? The FBI is there as an investigative agency. They're out there to go out there and investigate. What they've turned the FBI with Christopher Ray and the DOJ, they've turned them into an intelligence agency. What I mean by that, is they're out there, they're investigating the American people. They're out there investigating their adversaries. And so they took the FBI into a once, you know, very well-respected law enforcement organization that was out there to do the best they could to protect the American people. They've turned that agency into a weapon, an intelligence agency to go out there and destroy their adversaries. And that's what we've seen in the last five, six years. And the evidence is there, the Russia collusion hoax, all of it, the dossier, they're all, they, they're all just horrible, horrible people. And they will stop at nothing. You gotta give it to them in this respect. They're pretty committed to their cause in destroying America, Lou, because they will stop at nothing. There's nothing out of bounds for the Democrats in the far left. They will come after you until they destroy you. They want to take every breath out of your being because this is how serious they take this. They want to destroy America. They certainly want Donald Trump coming back. They don't want him coming back because he is the one that will do everything in his power to save America. He loves America. He wants to save America. And he wants to make America great again, again. Yeah. I, I I, again, we're in utter agreement. I just wonder how many, how many Republicans, and I'm speaking only metaphorically, uh, would like to put a fist in the face of every Democrat who is lying and working against the American people, breaking laws, uh, and working to destroy this country. How can there be uh, comedy? How can there be... Uh, a, a working, pleasant relationship there on Capitol Hill. Because I think, I, I would really like to just see all of you just tell them all, the, uh, tell Adam Schiff and the whole bunch, go to hell. This is our country and we're taking it back. And and I agree, we need more people like that, Lou. I, I am done with the Republican Party folks, the American people are gonna give us the gavel. They're gonna give us the house back here. And next year, we must do everything we can to take care of the gavel. And that means, folks, 
we have to fight back. I know the American people, a lot of people say you always want to be so, everybody wants to fight. But I am telling you, I'm taking off the gloves and I'm going bare knuckles now. Because, and how do we do that? What do we do? We get on judiciary. We work with our new chair, the chairman, Jim Jordan's going to be on judiciary. And we throw it back at him. We get in there and we investigate like they've been investigating us. We need to go out there and fight fire with fire. We need to have... We need to have Hunter up in front of the judiciary. We need to bring in Fauci. We need to bring in Christopher Ray, Garland, all of them. Mayorkas, we need to bring all of them in there and expose the Democrats and the far left for who they truly are. Because we know they cheat, we know they lie, and we know they have not been honest with the American people. The American people have two eyes. We can see what's happening in our southern border. But yet this administration is in denial and they'll say the border is secure. How the hell can you even go to bed at night and sleep with a clear conscience when almost on a daily basis you're lying to the American people? Sad. And we have to fight that. I I just, you know, I I watch the leadership of, of the party on Capitol Hill, whether it's Mitch McConnell, whether it's Kevin McCarthy. Here we have the president of the United States telling everybody that the the uh, the pandemic is over uh, telling everybody uh, who will listen and then suddenly uh, they walk it back uh, and that pandemic is the basis of the emergency powers that allows Biden to abuse power every day and I, I don't understand why the leadership isn't going after them full bore and telling them we now are ending emergency powers. We're make some sense. Demand something of these people. Uh, demand something of leadership. For crying out loud, it's like they're walking dogs all day. It, 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 they've got to have something more productive and more effective uh, to do than just walk dogs. That may be the only thing Joe Biden has said in 20 months that I agree with. That the pandemic is over. And then if the pandemic is over, Joe, you believe that, then we need to, to get rid of this emergency declaration. And you're right. That's what that's what gave these governors across the entire state this, this unilateral authority to start making decisions in their states as it related to voting. Uh, even though I didn't believe they had the authority, but under this emergency declaration with COVID, and Governor Evers did it in Wisconsin. He just changed the rule. He didn't care about the state law and the elections are run by the state legislatures. He changed it under this emergency declaration. So Joe, if COVID is no longer an issue, get rid of the emergency declaration. We gotta get rid of it. And if you don't get rid of it, then you're not serious. Then you're not speaking truth again. And then you're gonna have to get your staff to go in there and that horrible lady you have, right? Jen Psaki, bring her back. She was much better than this one we have now. Then you're going to have to get them up there to say, well, he didn't really mean that and, and he misspoke. So I, it's the first time, I believe, in 20 months that I agree that COVID is over, need to get rid of the emergency declaration, and let's get back to business as normal. Yeah, it's beyond me why the GOP leadership isn't demanding the end to emergency power. And then if they have to walk it back, then let's explain who is in charge of the White House and why is this man being permitted to to sit there in front of the uh, the United Nations? It's just uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, let's turn, if we may, 
to the 2020 election. Uh, do you, as you were intimating, do you think it's going to be a rigged election or an impartial fair election? Well, I think the 2020 election was quite clear. It was rigged. We, we lay that out in the book uh, because I think it's very, very important for people to truly understand what took place. I mean, there was a lot of people saying this, saying that. They were talking about machines and everything. But if you look at that 2020 election and, and you know, everybody's out there analyzing it. Everybody's looking at the early votes. But there, there are like 19 bellwether counties. And these counties across the entire country you have been very, very successful in picking or predicting who the next president is going to be. Donald Trump won the 18 of the 19 bellwether counties. He also, there were a couple bellwether states with Ohio and Florida, and, and, and they got it right. They got it right. They said it's going to be Donald Trump, and he won Ohio, he won Florida, but he still loses an election. And the reason Donald Trump lost the election, and we highlight in his book, is because of the universal ballots. Everybody got a ballot by mail because of this emergency declaration. States took it upon themselves, like Governor Evers up there in Wisconsin. He declared this emergency. He said, we're going to have a, it's a safer at home emergency order. So get a ballot by mail. Don't worry about an ID. Just say you're indefinitely confined and we won't have to worry about you having an ID. Just mail the ballot back in. And this happened across the country. It happened in Pennsylvania. It happened in Georgia. These, these states that I objected to, which were Arizona and Pennsylvania. So there are so many irregularities. You're not going to be able to do this in 2024, folks, unless you're going to try to come up with another pandemic to give everybody, scare everybody, keep everybody at home, keep Joe Biden in the basement so people can't see his, his cognitive decline. We just hide him and put him in the basement. And so the 2020 election was rigged, and I think it's incumbent upon every American, every American, to make sure that we have faith and confidence in the election process. Because if we don't, we have no country, Joe, uh, Lou, we have no country. And so we have to make sure that the American people are paying attention. And this book will give them some good insight as to why this 2020 election was rigged. The congressman's new book is out now. It's called The Big Fraud, What Democrats Don't Want You to Know About January 6th, the 2020 election, and a whole lot else. Uh, the, reason is they, the reason I suspect, I can, if I can use one sentence, they don't want you to know it is, well, they, they haven't exactly been, well, they've been a little surreptitious in their activities. And we need, as the congressman said, some terrific investigation. Uh, share this with the you, Judiciary Lou. I want to share this with you because I think this is sure. a little tidbit, and I think this is why, Joel. So if you don't recall, in the back in the history, Grover Cleveland was elected to president in 1884. He was elected, and then he was up for re-election. And there's only two presidents in the history of our country that got more votes on their re-election but lost. One of them was Grover Cleveland in 1888 on his re-election, he ended up with 12.6 more percentage of votes than he did when he was first elected. So he got more votes on his reelect, but he still lost. Donald Trump had 17.8% more votes in 2020 than he did in 2016, and he lost. So there's only been two in the history of our country that have had more votes in, this, in the reelect, but still lost. But what did Grover Cleveland do? He came back. 
He came back after he didn't get reelected, and he won after that. And I believe, now he's a Democrat. I don't like it. I don't like it. But Donald Trump is going to do what Grover Cleveland did. Donald Trump is going to do what Grover Cleveland did in 19 or 1892, and Donald Trump's going to do it in 2024. It's going to be great. It's history in the making. And a great history lesson. Uh, and with that positive outlook on history and our future, we uh, we thank you, Congressman Nels, for being with us. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, God bless you. God bless you for being a great American, and God bless all your listeners. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Congressman Nell's book is The Big Fraud, What Democrats Don't Want You to Know About January 6th, the 2020 Election, and a whole lot else. I highly recommend it to you. Our guest tomorrow is Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and Pastor Robert Jeffress. It's Texas Day on The Great America Show. Please join us tomorrow. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America.